Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 10th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this report it is general advice only so please please do your own research and contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this report. All right we limped into the weekend I have to say uh, the market closing down 38.4 points or 0.55% 69.76.5, but it was kind of down 38 points for pretty much most of the afternoon session. Didn't really move much. At one stage, I had to keep refreshing my screen to make sure that the market was still alive. Uh, we opened at 7,017.6. We had a high 7,018.2, but then it was all one-way traffic, hitting a low of 69.64.2. So we are about 12 points off the low, which at least is something, but not an awful lot of inspiration around following, of course, Jerome Powell's uh, speech last night. I was asked on Osbiz what was the most surprising thing about his speech. I think his language when he asked the door to be closed and it had to be beeped out. So that was uh, an interesting aside in terms of Jerome Powell was not an avatar after all. Anyway, as far as the market goes today, it was uh, pretty much red across the screen, but not huge red. We had the banking sector down around 1% for the big bank basket, with NABs down 1.7, Westpac down 1.6, ANZ down 1.3%, Macquarie down 0.4%, Suncorp falling 1.6%, so not particularly good there, but the banking sector has been okay this week. The REITs eased, uh, we did see uh, Stockland down 0.8 and Vicinity down 0.6. And industrials were easier pretty much across the board. Uh, Telstra down half a percent. REA, which reported today their first quarter numbers, as did News Corp. Of course, News Corp owns, I think it's 68% of REA off the top of my head. REA down 2.1% today. And News themselves also uh, reporting, as I say, they were up uh, 02 of a percent, but to be honest, I don't think anyone really takes too much notice of News Corp here. 60,000 shares traded only today in News Corp, so not a massive amount of volume. Uh, Origin slipping back 2.5 percent, the votes getting closer, as they say. Qantas also slip sliding away, only 0.9 of a percent down, but it was one of the industrial losers today. And we did see zero down 0.5 in the tech space, and WiseTech up. 0.5 in the tech space with the all tech index uh, slipping ever so slightly down 0.7%. Healthcare uh, not doing much with CSL but ResMed down 2.6% coming back to earth snoring away. In resources, well it's all about iron ore at the moment, it's certainly not about lithium that's for sure. BHP, Rio and Fortescue all holding pretty firm. Fortescue up 1.3% as that iron ore price continues to hold very steady near 130 US dollars a ton. But the lithium stocks got absolutely whacked today. It must be said that the shorters who are short a massive amount of Pilbara must be very, very happy little Vegemites at the moment. Uh, Pilbara was down nearly 6% today. I sense a lot of towel throwing in at the moment. 5.9% down. $3.51 for Pilbara. Mineral resources also in the doggy house down 2.6%. Today as well, not huge res uh, volume. And IGO 
are continuing to slip slide away, down 3.1%. So nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as Martha would say. Base metals also eased. Liontown as well down. And we did see Alchem down 26 So no good news in that space at all. Gold miners eased too. Northern Star down 1.9% as well. James Hardy drifting back today, 2.6% in the building sector. But it has had a pretty good week. Oil and gas down as usual. Uh, Woodside down 2.2%. And Santos down 1.1%. Interestingly, we do have an OPEC meeting, I think, next week as well as a potential U.S. government shutdown again. This OPEC meeting is actually in person, so that could get a little bit interesting. And there's one of the Saudi ministers blaming speculators for the oil price fall rather than any sign of weakening demand. In corporate news, we did see uh, mineral resources uh, fell 2.6% after it pounced on some of PNR, which is Pantoro. Uh, they uh, sold some of their assets there, some of their mineral assets, including lithium rights uh, and base metal rights for 60 million bucks. Good for Pantoro, not so good for MIN. AVH also up today, having a good day on the back of some uh, um, third quarter results and announcing a European distribution partner. So that was good, 16.7% higher. In economic news, we had the SOMP today from the RBA, the Statement of Monetary Policy, the SOMP. Uh, the RBA did talk about some inflation adjustments uh, with uh, nudging up their inflation forecast over the next two years. They're now saying headline inflation is expected to slow by uh, slow 4.5% by the end of this year, up from a previous forecast 39 It remains sticky in 2024. Higher for longer inflation, which means in turn higher for longer interest rates. Growth rate is expected to climb to 1.6% by year end from 0.9% previously projected and steadily rise to 2.4% by December 2025. There's a link in the newsletter if you feel the necessary to actually have a read through the SOMP, the Statement of Monetary Policy. It did seem as if the uh, rate rise this week uh, was a little bit uh, of a line ball decision, as we probably already knew. As far as the winners for Grinners go today, uh, we had some winners. Neuron Pharmaceutical continues to do well. It does bounce around quite a lot. It is quite volatile. It is one that we uh, had an on-the-couch session with John Pilcher, the CEO of that one. It is a big, big cash box in some respects. Uh, that was up 10% today, 782,000 shares traded. Uh, Red 5, one of the only gold stocks to do well today, 11 million shares traded. Maybe there's an acquisition in the pipeline for that one. Maybe they are uh, have been rumoured to be a target of one or two other gold companies. Up uh, 4.7% today. GWA Plumbing Supplies, 4.2% uh, higher. Tuas, 3.3% higher. I have to say, most of the rises were pretty much anemic in terms of volume. However, on the sell side of things, not quite so anemic. APN, they had their AGM today. The market certainly didn't like that. 20.7% down, 3 million shares traded. Chalice, the poisoned chalice, the one from the palace, not the mortar uh, or the brew that is true, down another 7.4%, 5 million shares traded. There's an awful lot of selling going on in some of these 
uh, second, third line resource stocks at the moment. Sayona down 6.9%, 61 million shares traded today. Wildcat, well, used up another one of its lives today, down 6.4%, 12 million shares traded. Core Lithium down 6.4%, 14 million shares traded. You think that uh, somebody was out there with a big sell program today in these lithium stocks. Certainly looks like it. Uh, Latin Resources as well, down 5.6% on 7 million shares. And IMD, that's Drilling Mud to you and I, uh, was down 4.7%, only a million shares traded today. Positive sectors today, well, it was pretty much the iron ore space was all that was positive. Uh, banks, insurers, lithium, gold, oil, industrials, all eased. The big bank basket, 176.11, down 1%. The Alltech index, down 07 Gold in Aussie dollar terms. Not that anyone cares really about Aussie dollar terms in gold, do they? 3,079. I'm sure the Aussie dollar miners do, though. Bitcoin continuing to power ahead. 36,707. US dollars a fun token. The Aussie dollar back to 63.57. Ten-year yields. Let's have a little look where they are as we go to the podcast. 4.62%. And we have Asian markets at the moment also easing back. We have uh, Tokyo down 0.4, China down 0.8, and Hong Kong down 1.6%. Currently, we've got Dow Futures up slightly, 0.14%. And we also have NASDAQ futures as well, just coming up on my screen, down 15 points. So a bit of a divergence there, bifurcation. We've got Dow futures up a smidge, NASDAQ futures down a smidge, but it is pretty much early days. As far as major movers and shakers today, some that we haven't mentioned, IVZ, Invictus Energy, 4.7% higher, that anticipation building about more drill results. We also saw Southern Cross, the cat on the prowl there, down 2.6% after a potentially another non-binding indicative proposal on the back of an envelope at lunch after you've had three bottles of wine offer. APN, we've talked about. Uh, Regal Partners, they had a good day yesterday, not such a good day today. Down 2.4%, pretty thin though. And we did see uh, Magnus Energy continuing to stumble probably towards oblivion the way they're going, I have to say. But Magnus were down... 39.5% today, they were reinstated to the market uh, to trade, and they came back on with a flurry of sellers. So not a good day for them. More debt woes there uh, with the IM3NY credit facility update. AIS under pressure as well, base metals continuing to be pressured lower. And speculative stock of the day, there are so many at the moment, they've only got a sniff of a soil sample or whatever, and they go nuts. And today's going nuts day was down to TG1. So keep an eye on that one for next week. Tech Gen Metals uh, was up 140.7%. Only 12 million shares traded, so under a million dollars worth of value, but they opened at 3.3. They had a low of 2.7. Get this, they had a high of 13 cents and a low of 3.2 cents, and they closed at 6.5. They are getting ready to drill close to Delta Lithium. They have had high concentrations of lithium and cesium in three locations from historic soil samples on one of their gold projects in WA. Well, good luck. 
tech gen metals there. In terms of company news today, a little more detail. We did have REA group numbers out. Q1 performance highlights, revenue up 12%, 341 mil. EBITDA up 13% to $192 million. Free cash flow up 13%. Suncorp reported home lending portfolio contracted down 0.1% of a percent. And we had a trading update from Cube. Earnings growth ahead of Q1 FY23. We also saw Delta Lithium providing that expiration update from the Yinathara and Mount Ida, including remarkably 47.3 million, uh, sorry, meters at 1.3% lithium oxide. It's always around 1.3 million, or 1.3% lithium oxide, have you noticed that? And Pantoro, we've talked about, so we won't go into that. Imogene had a rocky old ride today. They have been a superstar this week, uh, but they came crashing, or relatively crashing to earth, down 4.6% today at 10.5 cents. Another 229 million shares traded today. Fair to say, day traders Punter's paradise there today. They opened at 14 cents, had a high of 15, and then it was all one-way traffic closing at 10 and a half, which was the low. Economic headlines we've talked about in terms of that somp uh, over in Asia. China's largest chipmaker, SMIC, posted an 80% drop in semiconductor profits as woes persist. Chinese startup Li Auto sold more cars than Tesla's China business did in October. And there was last night, just to stuff things up as well on the Treasury auction that we saw, uh, the ransomware attack on the ICBC has disrupted trades in the US Treasury market. NVIDIA has developed an AI chip for China in its latest bid to avoid US restrictions. They don't care, do they? Just keep on selling stuff. Portugal is to hold a snap election in March after resignation of the Prime Minister. I think that was a corruption issue there. Biden courts union votes in a trip to Midwest car plant. I saw him put a red T-shirt on. And in the U.S., overdue commercial property loans hit a 10-year high at U.S. banks. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, with the Saturday newsletter. Also got an interesting article in there from a guest writer entitled Confessions of a Serial Trader. A little bit of fun for the weekend. In the meantime... Tomorrow, of course, Remembrance Day, lest we forget. Have a great weekend.